millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hi, my name is Shalene Johnson, and thank you so much for joining me here on The Shalene Show. I am recording this live with my bestest of bestest friends on Periscope. We would like to invite you to join us here. You've been hearing everybody talk about Periscope because it's dope. And if you listen to The Shalene Show, we already know you're super cool and you get it. I would like to introduce you to my friends on Periscope. They're super cool too, and you would love it. And you'll still listen to the podcast because it's that repetition. I have a bunch of people here watching, and they would like to personally invite you to join them on Periscope because it is the fastest growing social media platform on the planet. It's where you want to be if you're all about personal growth and everybody who listens to The Shaleen Show, we already know that about you. So thanks for being here. Today, I want to talk to you about the seven secret habits of the ultra fit and healthy. Now notice I didn't say skinny. Notice that I didn't say the people with the lowest body fat because not all of those individuals are healthy. Today, I wanna talk to you about the habits that make you healthy. And there's a big difference between healthy fit and just being thin and low body fat because there's plenty of people out there who have very low body fat and they struggle. And there's plenty of people out there who are very thin, so thin. And society is constantly telling them, you look so good. Oh my gosh, you've lost so much weight. You look so good. And meanwhile, they're trapped in a prison of an eating disorder. Meanwhile, they feel like if they lose that, they have nothing. So what I want to talk to you about is what it means to be ultra healthy. And I've been in this industry for a very long time. I know the difference. I've seen it. And it's confusing sometimes for people because the message in there is just so, it's convoluted. And we get so many different pieces of advice and directions and it feels like it's always changing. But the one thing I want you to know is that I want you to be healthy. I don't care whether you will ever see your six pack or not. The size of your body does not make you lovable or unlovable. Who you are on the outside has nothing to do with your soul, with whether you're a kind person. We all know people who have amazing bodies or they're beautiful or they're rich or whatever and they're not very nice and not very happy. Sometimes hard for me to be in the fitness industry and I've done lots of podcasts on this, how I, and when I say it's hard for me to be in the fitness industry, it's because I have a different way of doing things. I have never in my life dieted down to do a video. Because of that, I have heard commentary from directors and producers and photographers, and there's been suggestions and, you know, people like for you to diet down and look, quote, inspirational. I want to look real and I want to look healthy. And I know what that means for me. And that's my goal. And that is always been my goal and I will never, ever compromise it. I want people to be healthy. I don't ever want to show up, be something that you're not going to meet two or three months later. I want to be the person who I always am, right? You know, Nicole 
is here visiting right now. And, and we were watching a, a video of me speaking at one of my events. And she said to me, do you diet down or do you, know, do you get ready or something like that for your videos? And I'm like, no, I don't. A, because I hate dieting. And B, because I don't ever want to be something I'm not. My genetics are such that I am, I'm never gonna have like abs. I'm not, it's the truth. But I feel very healthy and I feel great and have a very, very positive body image. And, and I have to give like 98% of that credit to my mom. Happy birthday, Marge. I'm recording this on my mom's birthday. So I should almost, I should dedicate this broadcast to her. My mother never once said anything negative about her own body or our bodies or about losing weight. And because of that, good or bad, I never worried about it. It just didn't become a thing for me. However, that leads me into a little bit I wanna share with you. And that is growing up, both sides of my family, my mom's side and my dad's side, my, my, my uh, sister will tell you this too. They always were struggling with their weight. Like weight was a really big deal. I always saw people on diets and talking about diets and oh, you know, aunt so-and-so has lost a lot of weight. And oh, aunt so-and-so just went off her diet and oh, cousin so-and-so lost. And everyone was always talking about dieting. And most of the people who were talking about dieting on both sides of my family were very overweight. So I associated dieting with being overweight. So I, I, I already created this very negative association with dieting. So I'm like, apparently if you diet, that is going to make you fat. I have to say, that's my first tip. People who are very healthy, tip number one, people who are very healthy, people who are ultra fit for life. They don't struggle, they don't go up and down and up and down. They, they're able to maintain and they're happy with themselves. They don't diet. They have a diet. They have a diet and they stick to it. That's the best tip that I can give you. You've gotta get off your freaking diet. You gotta get out of your diet mentality. You have to have a diet. You have to have a diet that you can maintain for life, that you love it, you look forward to it, you know everything about it. And yes, it can change and it can morph and you can you can always grow as you get more information and knowledge and you begin to understand how your body responds and as your body recovers and as your body heals, but you've gotta stop going on and off diets. That's the best way. If you, if you want to struggle with your weight and, and your belief in yourself and thinking that your belief, your value somehow relates to your body, um, you've gotta get off diets. You've gotta get off your diets. That's, that's my first tip to you. My, my second tip for you is exercise. You might not wanna hear that, but it's the truth. People who I, you know, and again, I've trained people who go up and down. I've trained people who are like healthy all their lives. And again, we're talking about people who are healthy. We're not talking about people who are ultra, ultra ripped and insane. We're not talking about people who are ultra, ultra fit. They're doing things in the name of fitness, but it's very disordered and it controls them. And they do it and it's torturous and they hate it, but they feel like they have to. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people who are, who are healthy and happy. And they're within a desired range. They exercise because it's part of their lifestyle. My goal, I try to exercise every single day, but not because I'm obsessive about it, because it always makes me feel great. I want to exercise every single day because it makes me feel amazing. I also would love to have a massage every single day, which makes me feel amazing, but I actually can exercise every day, most days. Now, the days that I don't exercise, it's simply because something gets in the way. And then from time to time, 
I am like, I just, I, I know my body needs to do nothing, but it's pretty rare. So when I say exercise, I don't mean that I'm always doing a HIIT workout or Tabata or lifting heavy. I just mean that every day I have to do something that gets my heart rate up because it feels amazing because it, I'm in touch with my body. For those of you who are usually listening to me because you are entrepreneurs and you are incredibly productive and you are type A's, I have to tell you, if you're going to be successful, if you're going to look at your life as a whole, as a success, as a whole, that means every area of your life deserves to be your best. So if you have 50 pounds to lose, if you have 75 pounds to lose, if you struggle because you're out of shape and maybe you don't look like it, you can pull it off and close, but you, ju you just know you're not healthy, then that's an area of your life where you're, you're missing the mark. And I really think it's hard, it's difficult for you to even believe that you are a success because you know this area is off. And the most successful mentors who I know, like Michael Hyatt, like Brian Tracy, are people who exercise is part of their lifestyle. And that's one of the reasons when, when I look to a mentor, I wanna look at all the areas of their life. And if they treat their wife poorly, and if they don't have faith, those are two deal breakers for me. And the third one is if they can't take care of themselves, how can you take care of me? Because if you don't take care of yourself, I wonder why I should trust you to take care of me. And I just have to say that to you because that might be what you needed to hear. You've, you've got to care for yourself. And you know that. So I encourage you to, to make exercise, not to lose weight but to take care of yourself because it's a joy, because it's a treat, because it's a blessing from God to be able to use your body, to be able to feel amazing is a blessing from God. And any day when you realize you have that choice and you, you decide not to use your body, there's so many people who are, who are in a wheelchair, laying in a hospital bed, who are praying to God that they would have that choice. It's your choice. Third secret that I would like to share with you, and I don't know if a lot of ultra fit and healthy people will share this with you. But the truth is, because I say, oh, I don't count calories. I just, I just eat what I want to eat. That's not true. That's not true. They do count calories. They do it unknowingly. Here's what I have learned about studying tens of thousands of people who are healthy and at ease with their bodies and stay within a certain range and never go up and down and, and do the yo-yo dieting. They do count calories and here's how they do it. They eat primarily the same things all the time. So no, they're not pulling out a calculator and a piece of paper because they already know my lunch is about 400 calories. My dinner is about 500 calories. The snack is about 200. They eat the same thing all the time. So they can tell you that they're not calorie counting, but they, they are, they are. They know what's going in their bodies. And healthy people find something that they're in love with and they're excited to have, and they know approximately how many calories are in it. And when their weight goes up a couple of pounds, they're gonna figure out, okay, what was that from? What have I recently added that may be adding this weight to me? Yep. The, am I on the fourth? The fourth tip that I can share with you is that they eat whole. They don't eat processed foods. That's what that means. Clean, whole eating. It's trying to eat things as close to its original form as possible. They try not to eat things out of bags and boxes, and they eat a food that is nutritious and whole and as close to its natural form as possible. I grew up, <laughs> you wouldn't even, we lived in Michigan in a house that was on a hill just above a party store. Do you know what a party store is? It's like a, it's like a little, um, 
like a convenience store, like a gas station store, but there was no gas station. And we lived above one. My meals consisted many times of foods that you could find at the party store, like Hostess cupcakes and orange soda and candy bars and anything you can imagine that was processed. I would come home from school and my sister and I were talking about this the other day and she goes, I can't remember what she ate every day, but we were both laughing at the food that we used to eat every day after school. It was always processed, like Pop-Tarts and toast, followed by a big bowl of cereal, followed by an orange or a grape soda, like the worst, the worst. My, we, that's just what we ate. We process crap. I didn't want to diet and I didn't want to end up struggling with that like all the family members I saw in both sides of my family. So my sister and I watched my our, mo- our mother and she would exercise. And so we were like, oh, wow. Okay, so that's how you feel good about yourself. And, and that's how we, I think both of us kind of fell in love with um, exercise. And then slowly we learned more about nutrition and what a difference it made, not just in your physique, but in the way that you felt. So that is my, um, my tip for you. Number four is to eat whole. Number five, and this is a really big one, okay? This is probably the toughest one on the list because we're talking about healthy people. They are at peace with the scale. They are at peace with their bodies. Doesn't that sound delicious? Wouldn't you love to just walk in your closet and be like, yeah, I'm up a couple pounds, but who cares? Or to look in the mirror and go, wow, this is a gift from God. It's not perfect, but what is perfect? I look amazing and I'm doing the best that I can do based on the genetics that I have, but I can't be perfect. Like perfect doesn't exist. But the people who truly are able to maintain a healthy relationship with their food and their exercise have a healthy relationship with themselves. Now that comes from hard work for most people because most people were programmed and taught to believe that their body and their physical image mattered more than anything else. And many people received very negative commentary and experiences growing up that taught them to believe they needed to focus on their body before anything else. And that's sad. If you really truly want to be that perfect weight, and be at peace with your body, then you have to realize it's not about your weight and it's not about your image and it's not about your cellulite and it's not about looking like so-and-so's body. It's just coming to realize that you have so many gifts and the least of which is, is really your body, you know? It's like the least of your gifts. You have so many other gifts other than that and you, you really do have to come to grips with that do I get on a scale? Yeah, I, I weigh myself just to see like, okay. And, and not because I'm obsessed with it at all, but because I, I, whenever I change up my diet, if things start to get tight, I'm like, hmm, wonder if it's that. Yeah, just to see how things work. But I pretty much eat the same thing every freaking day. So you've got to get to a place where you're at peace with who you are. And that might require therapy. If you've struggled with it and struggled with it and struggled with it, why continue to struggle with it? Why don't you figure out where it comes from and maybe get some help? This is one that I think will surprise you. So for many, many years, my own advice has been to tell people, my own clients and books and blogs, et cetera, you know, start with a healthy breakfast. When you skip breakfast, you slow your metabolism. But the truth is, in the years I've been doing research of the super healthy, ultra fit people, I found they don't eat breakfast. In fact, most of them don't eat until about 11 a.m., some 12, 
So what does that mean? It means intermittent fasting. That's one of the things that's most common, even not just fitness professionals. If you talk to, you know, even the, I, I do this all the time. I'll, I'll meet someone who's, uh, you know, an elderly gentleman, like 75 or 80 and, or, or, or a woman. And they'll say, I've been fit all my life. And these kids these days, they're blah, blah, blah. And then I'll ask them what they do. And nine times out of 10, what they describe for me is what we've now termed intermittent fasting. So it's not consuming fewer calories. It's eating them within a shorter time frame. I've done several podcasts on intermittent fasting. Very few people have talked about because for so long it was eat a healthy breakfast. My next tip for you is tip number seven. Tip number seven is that people who are ultra fit and healthy know a lot about what it takes to be ultra fit and healthy. They become knowledgeable. You know what else I found? That people who have a very successful online business know a lot about online businesses. You know what else I find? That people who have an ultra healthy marriage know a lot about what it takes to have an ultra healthy marriage. They read about it. They study it. They want to get better. They're obsessed with the knowledge. They want to learn. They want to apply because knowledge turns into action. Doesn't that make sense? So I always tell people, and and, because the same is true for me, true confession Even once I was a personal trainer, someone who was considered a a recognized fitness celebrity, I drank a Diet Coke like every day, every day. And I'm like, this, I, you can tell me whatever you want to tell me about it. I am never going to give up my Diet Coke ever. It's zero calories and I love it and it's got caffeine. So I'm not going to die from it. Try to stop me. And I had a ginormous Diet Coke every day. But then I started doing the research myself. Rather than someone telling me, that's, that's, that's not healthy for you. Like everyone was, I'm like, uh, whatever. There's worse things I could be doing, you know? But then I started doing the research and more research. And it was only because of research that I changed my decision to change my behaviors. Yeah, I, I, I drank so much Diet Coke and consumed so much Splenda. There was a point probably five years ago, you, you could like slice me open and white powder would come out, like Splenda on everything. I'm not gonna lie to you, that's the truth. And then I re- did my research. Once you have your, re- like when you know better, you do better. The same is true for your fitness. The same is true for your nutrition. The same is true for figuring out how to be happy, healthy, and whole. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. I would love for you to look further into some of the episodes that I have done on The Shaleen Show with experts because I don't, when I talked about adopting a diet, I I really do want you to adopt something that fits for you for life because a lot of people, they do intermittent fasting and they gain weight or they're terribly irritable and it's not right for them. I think you have to do the research on your own body and go, this I love. This I can do forever. This makes me feel like a million bucks. This doesn't feel like I'm being punished. This makes me feel like I have optimal health and everybody is different. We have food intolerances. We have allergies. We have food preferences. There are different differences in our hormones and all of those things affect the way we eat and what we should eat and how it responds to our bodies. 
So I invite you to take a look at all the different experts. In fact, I'm going to include them in the show notes. So when you click on the I for information under my podcast for this particular episode, I will list for you other episodes that I think you might want to check out, including getting rid of the sugar, including intermittent fasting, including the primal blueprint, all of those things, all those experts I've had the opportunity, the luxury of having on The Shaleen Show. Thank you to everyone who's joined me here. This episode of The Shaleen Show was brought to you by the Courageous Confidence Club. If you're part of the club and you're changing your life and you've got new friends and the support of some incredibly positive, loving people, we want to hear about your experience. Go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast and leave me a message. So until we get a chance to spend some time together again, I wanted to take a moment to share with you some of these really cool messages. And again, if you want to leave me your own message about this episode or about your experience in the Courageous Confidence Club, you can do that by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's right. It's the same place where you can leave a voicemail message and get all of the show notes from this episode. 